Hey, Yetta, are we getting too old for this large property? I don't see the writing on the wall yet at all. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. So we're excited to welcome you to another episode of Life's Inside Track. I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And it's where we get to share techniques, thoughts, tools, tips, and some insights that we all deserve. You, I, everyone. So we get to turn our house into home, our families thrive, and we live the very best life possible. So we're going to consider in this segment, when is the right time to choose to move? And we're going to propose that it's before the choice is made for you. Mm. So when the writing is on the wall is the time to start to ponder and consider yeah. when, when and why one might want to move. Mm-hmm. And hopefully the golden years are full of golden choices. And that means you've set yourself up uh, spiritually, physically, mentally, and financially to make golden choices in your golden years. Right. And golden years start when? I think they start at different times for different people. Absolutely. Right? When do they potentially start, the golden years? Well, I think they start when you start to be able to make choices that you have some freedom to make, right? Like, you know, when you have children and you're, you're raising them and maybe sending them to school and there's a lot of responsibilities that start to lighten up for most people. Not everybody. Some people, it's responsi- heavy responsibility stays right to the, to the end. Right. But for many, the, the heavy responsibilities start to lighten and the kids get moved out. They go to their, they buy their own homes and everything's going tickety boo, so to speak. Right. And I think in our golden years, which is real true for us today, sometimes in our golden years, which I'm going to propose maybe starts anywhere from 55, 60, 65, somewhere in there for the most part, or what per- people perceive to be the golden years, mm-hmm. when somebody enlightened me just on Sunday that we could go to the seniors um, club at church. It was <laughs> like, Ken, you want to go? He goes, no, I, said, I don't want to no. go either. And so it's just interesting. I think some of it's in our mindset, yep. right? And Absolutely. some of it is in our physical age, because you're right, there are things that are lessened. And yet in those golden years, we're also sometimes contending with things like parents who are also in their very much golden years, Mm -hmm. and we're figuring out how to take care of them and how to support them on the journey. So sometimes the responsibilities increase. Yeah, and I think the golden years start to be tarnished, so to speak, when you start having a harder time making decisions or remembering things or physically not being able to do what you used to be able to do, not being able to care for the yard, not being able to shovel the snow, and some people just, if it's a physical thing, some people just make the decision to hire out. Right. And some people make the decision to hire it out when they're in their 20s or their 30s or their yeah. 40s. Like it's just not something that's on their periphery to do. We were just connecting with one of our neighbors the other day and they're in their 30s and they decided that 
they don't, of course, do their own laneway. I say, of course, because many people don't, but lots do. And they also don't shovel their own walkway in the wintertime, right? They certainly don't cut their own grass. And so it, that's not necessarily an age thing. Mm -hmm. And often it is, If I think it's when you have the desire to do it and you no longer have the ability right. to comfortably do it. Yeah, and so the writing is on the wall, so to speak, when you can start to see that in the future you don't want to be doing something anymore or you you feel like it's becoming more of a struggle to think about it. So that's when you want to make the decision from a place of power right. and choice than at the point where you know, a family member says, hey, you know, you're going to burn down the place because you keep leaving the stove on or, you know, things of that nature are occurring. So at what point, and I remember John Maxwell said this, right? He said, I want, as he got, as he started to get to a certain age, he actually set an age where he wasn't going to do ministry anymore, wasn't going to do leadership trainings, wasn't going to do yeah. teaching anymore. And then a year later, he pulled it back and he said, no, 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 no. It's not an age. It's I need to be aware of when I'm not bringing great value anymore, that's when I need to pull back. Right. So when it comes to housing, what we're really talking about is when you start to feel like it's too much, when it's arduous, when it's beyond your ability, beyond your capacity, rather than waiting until you're in over your head or you're sinking as the case may be, mm -hmm. right? Make the call, like have a conversation with us, not only become part of the community, become part of the community today, if you haven't already, together at DeckerTeam.com. Just send us an email and say, I just want to stay connected with you guys between Life's Inside Track episodes, and we would love that. But mm -hmm. further, it may be time for a clarity call. We'll just ask some very simple questions that will help you understand whether this is the time to read the writing that's on the wall. Yeah, nobody likes to be told what to do. I sure don't, do you? So, no. So no. the questions that we ask are self-discovery questions so that people come to the clarity and the focus that is right for them, not right for me, not right for you, but mm -hmm. right for them in the in the moment. And that might be stay, that might be move, that might be rented and, and go into a condo. It might be assisted living. Who knows? It might be but, family moving in with you. Yeah, right? all kinds of yeah. things come out of it. But that will come from uh, a discovery call. Right. And if you have clarity, good for you. We just find often when we're in our own heads, when we're talking to ourselves or even to our partner, we play off each other in such a way that we don't necessarily get to make a better choice. Mm -hmm. It's how do, how do we, how can we help you look a little beyond where you're currently yeah. looking? And recently we had a client yeah. who you, you helped them buy a house 20 years ago. Yeah. And then for the last probably year, year and a half, we've had several conversations well, and around can I even what's in, it look like, right, right? Yeah. And can I even say that 10 years ago, we had the first conversation Yeah, about is the house too, do I still need this? Does right. this still work for me? Right. And then he started to struggle with um, mental energy and, and, you know, basically like chronic fatigue. And, and so yeah. then when he's in a, poor place mentally, it wasn't the time 
to make a decision to move, he had to ride that out. But then when he felt good, he felt like he could keep the house all the time. So we had those kind of discussions and it took about a year of those on and off and then him talking with his family and saying, yep, yeah, no, it's the right thing to do. I'm going to buy a condo. I'd like to buy something on the water, something that's got peaceful, something where I can, you know, talk to people and be be of value, be in ministry and not have to worry about the the acre lawn and all of that stuff, right? Right. So, so it's interesting. Somebody else's choice isn't necessarily going to be the best choice for you. I just want to like highlight that. Your choice, just get clarity from talking to just a few trusted people and really hearing what's already within you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess what we're saying is, is the writing on the wall that you need to get ahead of that? Okay, so look at your walls, see if there's any writing on them. <laughs> and we're just delighted to be here positioning you to build wealth wisely because it's about much more than just money. Hey, Yetta, when should I do a power of attorney for property? As soon as you have some property. So we're excited that we've created for you free access to over 587, in fact, well over 603 episodes now of Life's Inside Track, where we share insider tips, making house home, how to really get the most out of your space and your money, and in fact, your life itself, right? Mm -hmm. And the great news is you can get access to them from home, from the office, or on the go. And if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, Decker Team, you might want to do that so you can get the episodes as soon as they come out on video, as well as listening to them on chri.ca as a podcast. And so what we're going to explore this time is that preparing in advance of seeing the writing on the wall, even in advance of that step, is a really wise thing to do. Yeah, because, you know, the writing's on the wall as you age sometimes, but there are unexpected things that happen, accidents, whatever. And so being prepared ahead of time. So in this case, for a power of attorney for, for property and even for care is something that you want, you, you desire, we desire for you is that you handle that before it's necessary. Because once, once you lose your capacity to decide to make a decision, it's too late to sign a power of attorney because you have to be in full control of your faculties, your your, your mind, when that's signed. Right. So okay. it's it's interesting, right? It's to support all of us to have a power of attorney because we don't know. I mean, I was only in my 40s when I could no longer for a season make a sound decision. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, generally for for care, they'll turn to the spouse and ask for direction. But maybe there isn't a spouse. So then right. it's a, a child or a friend, a neighbor, a parent of a, you know, a parent of a person who's of age now has to try and get that power. And it's not always easy. Then, then what happens? You become a ward of the um, what's that called? The court, ward I guess. Of the, they scan ward yeah. of the state or yeah. the court. And then they make decisions. Right. For and you. so you want to keep control of your decision-making. And we're talking specifically a power of attorney for property. Mm -hmm. So even if you're in your 20s or your 30s or your 40s, 
And certainly if you're in your 50s and your 60s, there's even more reasons where you might want to have given somebody the ability to handle property. Yeah. And a lot of times what happens is when when people buy their first piece of property, I'd say a lot of times, no, it's infrequent. And I'm going to talk to the lawyers we recommend because I think that's a valid point. As, as you get buying your property, that's the time to, to fill out your power of attorney and your power of care and your will. You might as well have those done at the same time. Now, maybe some lawyers offer it or recommend it. Maybe sometimes buyers think, oh, that's just an upsell. It's the perfect time to do it. And right. it's a, I don't know, it's under $1,000 to do all three, right? Well, I don't know. It depends on how complicated your situation is. So we're yeah, certainly yeah. not going to start giving you what the rates are. It could cost <laughs> you thousands and thousands, or there are lots of, you can do them online. There are forms that are fillable. You just want to make sure that whatever you do, it's actually a legally binding document or documents as the case yeah. may be, right? A handwritten will is still permissible and fine. It's just if you have somebody that understands what the ramifications are down the road and can make sure the legalities are done, that's what we would personally choose and have chosen to do mm -hmm. our whole married life is have a professional that knows more than we do and we're not reliant on our own expertise and even finding what the internet says, whether we're using AI or whether we're using Google. It mm. just, there's a, it's a big deal. And power of attorney for property may be used even when someone's traveling if you want to. Now that's more, you'd give it to your spouse, mm -hmm. right? But you don't have to have only one provision. Hey, can this person has my power of attorney for property or for care, provided they're available. And if not, then this person has my power of attorney. Mm -hmm. And those documents are <clears throat> official. They need to be witnessed. Better even yet is to have it notarized by a notary or a lawyer um, and stamped because then they attest that you are of sound mind right. when you do your will, your power of attorney. And the other thing is know that why do you need the will is the power of attorney ceases to operate as soon as you cease to live. A power of attorney, whether it be for care or um, property. property, only is enforceable while you're still alive. Exactly. And the reason we're talking about this is we're talking about the golden years and we're talking about aging is because there's more and more reasons that you might want to have the property the power of attorney for property mm -hmm. in place. And yet it's always a good idea. This, yeah. this is really for everyone, not just for those of us that are in our golden years. Cause I keep forgetting that we are in our golden years. Yeah. And if you've been given power of attorney, mm. we, we highly, highly recommend that you allow the, the senior or the yeah. person that you need to take over power of attorney for as much input as they desire like have them at the meetings have them at the you know and then make sure that they can make a decision but as long as it's a wise decision then you just let them you're, you're kind of oversight you let them do their business 
And then you can always sign underneath as well as a secondary signature that as the power of attorney, you agree with what they've, what they've said. Now, the other thing that's happening, Yetta, is sometimes we need to take power away from our elderly people because there's so many scams and, mm -hmm. and, and hurtful people out there. Well, the stats are pretty mm -hmm. astounding, right? In 2017, yeah. there were approximately how many millions of dollars of fraud against seniors specifically? Yeah, and there's just, people of all ages that are- Just, just shy of $400 million. Right. That's and a that fair chunk of money. $400 million in one year mm -hmm. in 2017. Against and elderly. Against elderly specifically. Mm -hmm. And now in 2021. Mm -hmm. It was almost $1.7 billion of elderly fraud. And a friend of mine just, you know, recently lost about $7,500. Someone got into his account, moved money in, mm -hmm. like did a cash advance on his visa, then paid it off, then put in 10000 then paid it off. And so basically he got on the phone with them and said, you know, you're going to get charged with fraud. I have control of your account. I've just put $10,000 in there. I want you to go to the bank and I want you to get, you know, this amount out of the cash machine. Go to the teller. Tell the teller that, you know, you're taking out $5,000. Tell her it's for construction in your house you have a contractor that's doing some renos in your basement and the person stayed on the phone with him the whole time yeah. in his pocket listening to the conversation and he said if you don't do it correctly i'm going to call the police and charge you with fraud so he just got him totally confused right yeah so i guess the the point is here mm -hmm. is you've dreamt all your life you've planned all your life mm -hmm. Let's not let it go, you know, away in a nasty way at the end. Let's plan in advance because together we're clarifying your options because when we do, your wisdom will flow. Hey, Yetta, why are doctors always so calm? <laughs> because they have lots of patience. <laughs> I do like that dad joke. That's a good one. So we're excited that for over 30 years, we've been able to come alongside you, not only selling, buying and investing in real estate, but really 30 years of coming alongside you to build your finances, build your faith, build your fun, even your family, and even in fact, strengthen, heal and flourish inside relationships. And so as we discover this one, we're going to discover that sometimes what we have to do is slow it down. We, even when we see the writing on the wall, slowing it down so that we can make sure we're making the right choice and that the person is poised to make the right choice. Yeah, and when you say slow it down, I think you're saying us slow it down because as a realtor, you know your craft, you know how to do things. And if you're a realtor that just comes in, they just want a listing and they just want to make some money and get out of there. That's not the personality that you want to hire to support someone in their senior years. Well, probably never to support somebody, <laughs> actually, well, truth be told. Yeah. And it's a bigger deal when someone may cognitive, cognitively be a little slower, mm -hmm. right? When the decision is being done because you can see that the writing is on the wall, 
Not because it's like when we're having kids or we're getting married, it's like, yeah, there's writing on the wall, but it's easy. It's fun. It's mm -hmm. light. A lot of times we're saying, hey, it, we no longer fit in here or no longer do I want to live in the country. I want to live in the city with for the convenience mm -hmm. or it's more like a desire move. It's not a, if I don't do this, things could go badly for me. Mm -hmm. And many times when you're dealing with an elderly person, you may have a family member there, which is a great support for we them. We love And that. a lot of times we'll get a call from the family member and say, hey, I think it's time for my mom or my dad to, you know, to make a change. And so when we go in on that type of appointment, we slow it down. We're peaceful. There's things that can happen, like maybe they're hard of hearing. And for whatever reason, there's stigma around hearing aids. I know your dad doesn't, he's getting better, but at first he didn't want to put it in. He didn't want to get one. And yet, if we have trouble seeing, nobody has stigma except for children. I had stigma when I was a child that I needed glasses. It bothered me a bit. But later on in life, people don't care. Like, yes, I need reading glasses because of my age, right? So you put glasses on. But hearing aids is a different thing. And sometimes... People are embarrassed that they're not hearing you properly, and so they just keep agreeing. So what do we do when we 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 think that maybe they're not quite getting what we're saying? Right, and it's a good practice regardless if somebody is getting everything you're saying, what I'm going to suggest. And that is just simply ask. And you probably do this naturally. Lots of people do. Some don't. But to ask, what did you what what is it you believe we're now going to be doing or what did you hear me say or what is your understanding of the situation that we're in what do you think is the best choice and what steps would you take so something where you're asking them to let you know what they perceive and believe mm -hmm. is the best choice because yeah. sometimes it's just yes 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 and yet it wasn't absorbed. Yeah. And the last thing we want is a, a family member to come in after and say, we took advantage of somebody. Oh, you know, well, that's that just, hasn't happened no, for us. No, but that can happen. Right. And what I'm saying is I love, because now we have electronic signatures. It saves so much time. But with the elderly, we don't do that. If at all possible, we want to be in front of them to make sure 100% that they're clear on what they're signing. Like I'll ask. Okay, this is the document you're going to sign. What does this document do when you sign it? And then I want them in their own words to say, oh, this is because I'm selling my house. And then I'll say, okay, well, what price are you selling it at? And I'm just, I just want to make sure that there's 100% comprehension. Right, which is essential no matter what. And then you can sometimes feel that glazed over look. And that's regardless of age, because let's face it, real estate buying and selling and investing is not something most people do every day. Even if you've owned 10 homes, that's not a in your lifetime, which is more than what most people own. Mm -hmm. That's still not something you're touching very frequently. So you're not meant to understand it. Like there is no bad question. There's no bad clarity except that which you don't ask. Right. If it's running through your head, mm -hmm. I don't understand this. Well, you shouldn't understand it right. just because you did it five years ago, bought or sold. And real estate is a major part of about 70%, I think it's 69% of Canadians own a home. 
Right. And probably a good 20% of the other 30% would like to own a home. <laughs> right. So it's a, it's a major topic, and that's one of the reasons we do this show. Mm-hmm. And if you'd like to be connected with us and hearing more about what's going on, how does real estate fit into my life, what, what, how can I improve my life, even if I'm not changing my real estate that I'm in, then what you might want to do is send us an email at together at Decker team and join our community and we'll communicate back with you and let you know when things are happening, whether it be seminars or, or let you know when legislature's changing, what's happening in the market, all kinds of great things. Well, and some of them aren't great, but the reality is you need to know to make the best out of the situation. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if you're seeing the writing on the wall for yourself or for someone else that you love, or you think you're seeing the writing on the wall, Mm -hmm. it's a good time to have that conversation amongst yourselves first and then invite somebody into the conversation like us that can help you uncover whether this is a good time. I mean, there was not long, well, I guess it's a little while ago, but probably one of the most traumatic, my voice is going. So you can tell that this is actually was a really Mm -hmm. hard time for me. Wow. Let me take over. Wow. So, as a matter of fact, you and I were both there, which doesn't happen very often. No, but it's because I felt like we both needed to be there. Right. Because the husband had passed away. Mm-hmm. We made sure that a couple of the kids were going to be at the home. And I knew this couple from years and years ago when I served in Osgood on the community association. And we had stayed casually in touch for, I'd say, 25 years at that point. Yeah. And so when it was time to move, they felt there was a level of trust and they said, would you come? And I said, I will. But as talking to her on the phone, I could tell that this was going to be hard. Mm-hmm. And so I asked you to come with me. Yep. And we asked the family member to be there. Two. Were, were both of them there? Yeah, son and a daughter. Okay. And there goes my memory a little bit. <laughs> so we're having a conversation and And talking about selling your home when that's where all your memories are, that's where you've been all your life and where you you had you were married and whatever, it's emotional. And this lovely dear lady had a a minor stroke while we were talking with her and we noticed her voice got garbled. She 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 didn't quite understand. She didn't fall over or anything. It was a minor and then we we had them call 911 and have the ambulance come in. Now, the good news is we did sell her house. And the good news is we actually celebrated her next birthday with her. She had a big birthday at the Legion. And we went and celebrated with her. So right. she was But I was great. thrilled to be there that day because both the son and the daughter were having a tar- hard time even picking up the clues because they were in shock. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's hard for everyone. So to have more of a community involvement can be so helpful. And we're grateful you joined us on Life's Inside Track because when we move forward together, we've got this. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team.